0: Carl, good to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's time for the final countdown. The show starts... Welcome back to the Hold Up What podcast, episode number 86. We're moving along slowly but surely. I know I slowed down a little bit recently. Got a lot of stuff going on uh, between work, school, dental work, um, a lot of school. (laughs) Taking one class and it's just eating up my time, which is great. (laughs) you know you gotta get smart though so you have to do what you have to do right and right now doing that shit is priority obviously because if i fail the class i have to pay for it kind of how the military works you know they pay for your school except if you fail so there's that and then uh there's just never enough time because i feel like once it gets dark out the day ends and it's been getting dark like right now it's 6 30 when i'm recording this and it's basically nighttime. the sun's still off in the distance but it's getting there I'm, like Some shit like that Starts getting really dark out Which is miserable I mean I like the fall and winter I don't mind the cold or anything It's just when it gets dark When you go into work and it's dark And you leave work and it's dark That's the worst feeling But we're still here And we're still kicking So I haven't put too much thought into this podcast, right? I was like, I got to record today. I was at work. I had to go and work late because I go to the doctor. It's a whole thing. So work has turned into it's crazy. So I guess it's a mil- military Monday. So before we dive into all that stuff, we're gonna do the the, the daily Taylor, the dailer. I think that's what we're calling it, the Daylor Swift update. So she was obviously at the game. She went to, you know, Travis's game again. And they're dating. It's fine. She's sitting next to Mrs. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes' wife. I don't know her name off the top of my head. Jackson Mahomes is sitting behind her like a little bitch. So uh, people have been saying, like, um, does she know about Jackson Mahomes? Like, is she aware who Jackson Mahomes is? Like, does she know? She probably doesn't know who the fuck Jackson Mahomes is, other than that's Patrick's brother. Her publicists definitely know. Her team definitely knows who this dude is. So people have been posting videos of what he did to that girl in the club. And he just like walked up, like grabbed her face and started, like, he just like stuck his tongue down her throat. It was way too aggressive. And like she kind of pulled away and you'd see him like hold. She like, he like held her. So it's like creepy. So they're like, is this there? Does her publicist know that this is, uh, she's sitting. In front of this creep and this wannabe like celebrity, because he's like a wannabe. He's like a TikTok dude. Her and him and uh Mahomes' his wife, they do like TikTok dances. He did it on the field on like a memorial, like a little square they marked off with the person's name. There was Jason Taylor's. He TikTok danced on that thing. Like he's you know, he's doing it for the clout. He's an idiot. So I wonder people have been saying, like, is this does the publicist not know, or do they just not care? And they're just gonna be like, Yeah, don't interact with him. Just he's part of the family, he's in the family suite. Just let it happen kind of thing. So who knows? But it is a bad look because he's kind of a fucking creep and uh, kind of sucks. He's like a wannabe celebrity. And people are like really hoping he doesn't get more famous because of Taylor Swift. Like he doesn't ride the coattails. Because like Travis kelseys he's a Super Bowl winner, best tight end in the game. Jason Kelsey, his brother, best lineman on the Philadelphia Eagles. It's like they're famous on their own. Jackson Mahomes is not famous. He's only famous because of Patrick and he's very annoying. So like no one really likes him. So everyone's hoping like, please don't let this snowball into Jackson Mahomes being famous now again. Cause he was, he was getting, he was getting some play definitely on social media. And definitely on some of the news for being just an asshole. But no one likes this kid. And now we got the pervert thing because he was grabbing that girl in the club and she's suing him. So hopefully Taylor's team is on it because you hate to see that happen to Taylor. You know, that's a that's the I mean, I guess it's the world's pop star at this point. But she's going global starting next month. She starts her wor- world tour, which is going to be insanity. It's going to be the craziest shit in the world. Um, and they're wondering if she's going to be coming flying back for games. If it, If it's his turn to fly and see her. It's going to be a whole thing. The drama continues with those two. So who knows? I mean, we can move past it because it's not really, they're just dating. It's fine. It's Taylor Swift. We all know it now. It's kind of getting old. The NFL's getting old about it and we're moving on. But we got Brady boy who's bothering me right now because there's a dog in heat in the neighborhood and Brady's intact, right? He's got his balls. He's a man's man, you know? Me and him, couple alphas just hanging out doing alpha shit, you know? And uh there's a started yesterday, I've noticed it. He does this thing. We lived in South Carolina, he had this happen to him too, where there's a dog in heat in the neighborhood. And he acts completely different. He's very anxious. <laughs> he starts like whining a little, whines a little bit. It's not a full-on whine, but it's whining enough where he's like <laughs> He's doing that shit, like he's just making noise, you know, very vocal, and he just won't leave my side. He really wants me to bring him out, right? So yesterday he starts doing this again. I'm like, "Fuck!" I know that I know what this is because he woke me up at like seven a.m. yesterday morning, which I was not happy about. So I'm like, "I know what this is, whatever." So we go for a walk, whatever. He goes right to this spot, pulling me on the leash. He never pulls when we walk, but he pulls me right to the spot. And already pisses all over everything. And I was like. I feel bad for you, bro. Like it happens, man, but we gotta figure this out. All day. It was like six and a half straight hours from I think it was like three o'clock when I started watching TV to ten at night. He was where he is now, you can't see it, and you guys are listening to me, so it doesn't make any sense anyway. But he like puts his hand on he puts his face under my hand, so I have to pet him. And he just And he's what he wants me to do, he's trying to pull me to the door, but not aggressively. He's just giving me enough pressure that I have to turn. And then the more I turn, the more he starts moving. So you're going to hear him a little bit in the background. He gets a little little noisy, but I feel bad for the guy. So this morning we go for a run and I'm like, I got to wear him out because you can't do anything about it. There's nothing you can do. People like put Vicks on his nose. I'm like, Vicks is toxic for dogs. And that's kind of fucked up. Other people are like spray Lysol around like the corners of your house, like the windows where like the draft is coming in and that'll help. Helps for like five or 10 minutes. And you can't keep spraying that shit all over the place because then it smells terrible. I get a headache, probably bothers him. It's probably not healthy for him to have that shit going on. So I'm like, I can't keep doing that either. Just got to suck it up. And I called one of my friends and he was like, because he has Goldens, he lives in the area. And he's like, yeah, you got to give him a melatonin. Like, (laughs) that's it. He's like, if you don't have the doggy ones, you can give him a normal one. As long as it's not like a gummy, because the gummies have like that xylitol in it. That's poisonous. If it's just a regular pill, stick it in his food, shove it down his throat, you know, do something with it. Get it in his system. He'll pass out. That's the best thing you do, because he has two male or he has a male and a female or maybe just a male now. But so I'm like, all right, I do that yesterday. Guy passes out this morning. We go for a run. And immediately, as soon as I wake up, he's on me. Like he slept the entire night like a rock. <laughs> I saw the cameras. He was out like a light, like just a brick. And this morning I wake up for a run, he's already going. <laughs> like he's trying to get me out of bed, the whole thing. And uh we start going. He sprinted. I never if this was a PT test, I would have gotten a hundred. We ran, he pulled me like a horse can pull a child. Like he was on his he was on his burners to get, try to get to this spot where this dog was. It was a mile and a half away. I didn't know where this dog was. I was like, I don't want I don't want him to find out where the dog lives because that'll just be, you know, that's not good for anybody. So we go for a run. He pulls me straight to this spot where the dogs are, where the dog is, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like we're flying. He didn't stop to sniff, to pee, the shit, nothing. Just straight there. We get there. He's sniffing. He's pissing. He's sniffing. He's pissing. And I'm like, oh, he found the spot. Whatever. There's obviously no dog here. So we're good. And then we turn this corner and the way my streets are set up, it's like one big loop with streets that are going in between. And we see these two dogs. And these two bigger dogs, one it's like a Rottweiler, and then like a, a like a blonde Rottweiler. And we never pass them. We always wave to each other, and the guy's like, hey, "How's it going?" Like I'm like, "Good," but he's like struggling to hold these dogs. He's done. He's been doing it for like probably ten years. Like these are older dogs, but I can tell he's struggling with it. And these dogs get loose, especially Rottweilers. Like it's going to be stabbing time, and nobody wants that, you know. So like, I try to avoid them. I'll wave to them, and like we'll yell stuff I'm like, "Oh, good morning," stuff like that, and whatever. We've only passed each other like without realizing it a few times, and it's. They don't get it. They're aggressive. I wouldn't say they're aggressive. They're just extra interested. And I just don't want to deal with it. So we're going, we see these guys and I we see the two dogs and the guy. And I wave and I'm like, oh, we're gonna go this way. Uh there's a dog in heat in the neighborhood. He goes, Yeah, I know, it's one of mine. And he points at the Rottweiler. I'm like, oh, we're definitely we're definitely going the other way now. It's like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, No, no, no. Like, no thanks. And I just ran off. And I'm like, you gotta I don't, I've never had a female dog growing up, but I know I know when they get in heat and they have their period, they're menstruating, the whole thing. You got to keep him in the house and you got to put a diaper on him and you got to keep him in the fucking house for this reason. Because this dog's walking up and all down the streets. There's about 10, 10 through streets on this loop that I live in, this community that I live in. So like he's walking on the fo- those five and I'm walking on the front five. But when I go running, I go through the entire neighborhood. If you have a dog in heat, you can't be taking up all that space. You gotta bring that dog in your backyard or just on your street and that's it. You can't be parading it all around because I've noticed since yesterday, all the dogs in the fucking neighborhood are going ballistic. Like every dog is. So I'm like, you're just pissing off everybody in the neighborhood at this point. So I gotta watch out for Brady because I can't leave him outdoors on his own now because like in the backyard, because he might get out. He might try to. And he's smart, so he'll figure it out. He hasn't done it yet, but he'll figure it out. If he, if I'm not home and he's doing it, he'll definitely dig a hole, jump through it, sneak through it, something. He could probably jump over the fence if he really wanted to. So I'm like, thinking in my head, I was like, that guy, has got a... First of all, he's old. He's probably like 60. So I'm like, he's been doing this forever. He's not going to change. But I wish someone would tell him like, hey, man, when your dog is in heat, like... And this is probably an older dog too. I would say like five, six, seven. It's not like a puppy. This thing's huge. It would rip... It would be a fight for me if this dog fought me. You know, it's a Rottweiler. So someone should, I wish someone would have told this guy like, hey, you shouldn't do that. That's just, it's inconsiderate for the entire neighborhood. I'm not saying you can't walk your dog anywhere, but you got to limit it, especially if it's discharging all over the goddamn place. And I hate to use the word discharge there, but that's what it is. That's what <laughs> puppy MD, whatever the hell tells me. Is that's what they call it. It's like a fucking period hormone fluid. I don't know. So I feel bad for the hound because he's fucking, <laughs> Like all, As soon as I got home today, because I had to shut the door, he had to stay inside. I couldn't risk him just digging a hole or getting through or whatever. So I get home and he, we say hi, or whatever, and then he's crying already. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is all he's been thinking about. I checked the cameras and like he's been looking out the window all day long, just waiting to go out there. So we went for our evening walk and I was like, we can't go down there. The closer we get, the more intense it's going to get and can't deal with it. So we had to cut our walk short. We came back here and he's not as bad as it was yesterday. Mainly, I think, because I'm sitting in this chair and not in the living room. Because in the living room, he can climb on me and he can just, he can weasel his way to get my attention, you know. In here, it's just he has to sit next to me and that's that. So you might be able to hear him breathing right now because he's kind of close. And I'm kind of crying, but it'll pass. It just sucks when it does happen. Very inconsiderate of that guy, too. But we're going to get into the work shit. So work. Because it's Military Monday, after all. And that's what we talk about on Mondays. So we have, we haven't done it in a while, I don't think, but we're doing it now. So there's times at work because I'm in charge of the office now, right? And I openly tell people, like, I was like, I have no business doing what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I know there's times where I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to, I either say something stupid. I just don't do something. Cause I just like, I was like, oh, I don't know. That's, I didn't know that was part of my day to day shit. You know, like, oh, you got to email this person or you got to do this. You got it. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I didn't know that. There's so, there's just things I don't know. And, like, I'm not, like, the technician. I'm not working on servers and stuff. But, like, there's other things. There's, like, admin shit I got to start doing. But the last, like, two weeks, I've been, like, I found my groove, right? You know, Stellar got her groove back. That kind of situation. Weird text message, but we're going to let it ride. So, um, it's going good. And, like, I'm I'm getting the hang of it, right? Or at least I think I'm getting the hang of it. Because it's mostly, like, forward thinking. You have to, I have to, like, because I'm the section chief now, right? Big bad section chief. <laughs> Which basically just means I'm like the office manager, you know? I get... I put the orders in for, like, more equipment, more supplies. Uh, if something breaks, like, say, our toilet overflows. It's ha- I never done that, but, like, one time, like, the urinal filled up with, like, rusty water. So I had to call civil engineers and all this shit to come out and fix it. Stuff like that. Like, we have to get, um, like, a fire suppression system installed. I have to talk to the fire department and, like, show them around and show them, like, the equipment and tell them how it's graded. You know, it's stuff like that. It's just, like, I don't know. But then there's stuff I have to, like, be, like... <laughs> I have to like think about for like the future and what we've been dealing with the last few days, I'd say last six days is we have a lot of new people coming in, like fresh out of like basic training tech school, like they're brand new to the Air Force, right? So I'm like, well, we have five really good people. They've been here for like two or three years. They know everything. They're really good at their jobs. Or six people. I'd say five or six people. Really good at their jobs. They know what they're doing. I was like, but we're going to be adding seven new, brand new people that don't know what they're doing. And I was talking to one of the guys that he's not, he's still lower ranking. He's like the lead lowest ranking person, the highest, lowest ranking person there is really good at his job. We go to the gym together and I'm telling him, I was like, cause he thinks I don't do anything in my office. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing back there all day? I was like, when you do come in, it's usually when I'm doing something at like, I have, I'm like leaned back in my chair or something. It's cause I'm thinking. I was like, I'm just thinking, you know, like your job is to sit there and just do. You don't need to think. I was like, I have to think about things. So like when you see me in my office and like I'm like leaned back in my chair or like I'm scrolling on my phone, it's not that I'm wasting time. It's that that's just how my brain works. Like, I have to like think about things. And, like, I'm writing stuff down or something. So, I'm like, my job is a lot harder than you think. And it's not difficult in terms of, like, I'm stressed out because I have, like, deadlines and stuff. I was like, it's hard because you have to, like, weigh all these decisions. okay? You have to weigh these decisions on stuff. And I'm like, it's difficult because we have all these new people coming in. I was like, you think, I'm telling this, this is what I'm saying to the kid. I'm like, you think it's just me. I'm worried about myself. And then I'm worried about the two NCOs that are under me. Like, that's not the case. I'm not in charge of just them. I'm in charge of the entire office. I was like, imagine being being in charge of the vibe like that's what my job is i have to make sure that the vibe in this office is non-toxic it's fun it's upbeat we're all learning i was like it's got to be like a positive place to be i was like if this was a shit place and awful it all falls on me and i can blame it on you guys but at the end of the day i'm controlling the environment i was like so imagine you're in charge of the environment for fucking what's going to be 13 people 13 different personalities 13 different problems. 13 different people that have each their own problems. So one person can have 10 problems. One person could have one. The next person could have three. The next person could have zero. I was like, so... Add up all your problems and times that by 13, and then add your own problems on top of that. I was like, That's the kind of shit I have to worry about. Like, where do people sit? I was like, It's not that hard of a decision when you look at it. You're like, oh, there's an empty chair there, sit there. I was like, But it doesn't make sense. I was like, And yeah, you could say this is micromanaging or it's like something I shouldn't need to think about too much. But I'm like, You wouldn't sit next to someone you don't work with. Like, why would I sit you next to the brand new airman? Your job isn't to teach them. Your job is they're supposed to learn from you. So they have to sit in the front with each other to help each other get through the training. and 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 then we can talk about delegating different spots to different people. I was like, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is like a thought process thing. You actually have to think, because what happens if that doesn't work? Or you don't you don't give it enough time to work. I can't pull the plug on something a month in. I have to give it time to see what happens. But then at that point, is it too late? Because I made the wrong decision to start. It just comes down to you have to make a fucking decision. And like decision-making, I'm good at it, obviously, because you have to make them and you have to stick with them. And I don't think I've made any bad decisions yet. I've made some risky decisions that I'm still waiting to see if it's panned out. Like sending two of my best workers out of the office and relying on less people to do the same job and then hoping the new people that come in can just pick up the slack so that's like a six month fucking thing you know that's not an overnight like shit is hasn't gone wrong because of it but it's it's people learning on the fly so you hear brady crying so i'm telling this guy i was like yo it's not that i was like it's just you have to weigh decisions and i was like that's part of the job that's what they they've groomed or taught me so far As an NCO, I was like, you have to think about the whole picture. I was like, in this chair, this office is the entire picture. I'm not contributing to the picture. I am the fucking picture you know like i'm control i'm writing this is my canvas type of stupid thing i was like and i don't have the fucking answers you ain't got the answers Sway. so i'm like it happens i was like but it's not as stressful as you think i was like it's stressful but not in the way you're thinking about it it's not like i'm in there sweating because i'm like falling behind i was like all the decisions i have to make have al- have enough time to make the decisions i was like it's just there's such long processes that it's hard to pivot once you already started it or like when's a good time to pivot off of it kind of thing so he didn't really see it he's like i don't know still don't understand what the fuck you're talking about he's like try my job for a day i was like bro it's i can run circles around your job like you have a checklist man you know what i mean i wish i had a checklist every day i would work so much better if i just had a checklist here's all you need to do for the day and then you're done i'd finish in fucking 10 minutes you know i'd be so good at this goddamn checklist i was like i don't have a checklist i have to make checklists I was like, I'm the one making the goddamn checklists. I was like, so it's not as easy as you think. So, I mean, it is what it is. But that's the military for you. It's like the higher ranking you get, the bigger the decisions, the bigger the decisions happen. If I was a younger airman, I can decide to do something one day and the next day decide not to do it. No one's really going to, it's not really going to affect everybody or anybody besides me. Like, oh, yeah, I have this due tomorrow. I'm going to do it this way. And then the next week it's due again on the same day. I can do it a different way. And like one week took me 20 more minutes. Second week took me 20 less minutes, you know, but it still got done. This is like, I have to plan all this shit out, wait at least six months until it comes into fruition. And if it's like, oh, this sucks, it's like, all right, time to pivot, time to do something different, stuff like that. And then my friend Tyler, if you guys remember from, I don't even know what episode it was, but it was a while back. He was the first guest. If you go back to the podcast feed on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast, you can find it says my first guest. He was talking about how there's certain breed... The military breeds you into a person. And it filters out all the people that don't buy into it. And it's kind of true. Like, if you're not into it at all, and you just do your four years and get out, like, all right, that's fine. After like this, I've noticed it this year because I've been in a bigger role where I'm like, what's the Air Force? Just do the Air Force decision. Like, just make the decision that's happy for the Air Force. I try to think out of the box on stuff, but you can always fall back on, just do it the Air Force way. And then you turn into that person where you're like, here's the Air Force answer. Just do it the Air Force way. Because it's the easiest way and you can't be wrong if you do it that way. It's a very narrow-minded and boring and stingy fucking way of doing things. But you can't be wrong if you do it the Air Force way. And I see it. And I'm like, you see people that are really higher rank and that have been in 15, 16, 17, some people 20 plus years, they already know how to do it the Air Force way. They're not interested in changing anything. They just want to do it their way. Here's the AFI that says it, and we're going to do it. So it does filter out. Because when you take risks, like I'm not going to say it here, the risks I'm taking at work, because I don't want it to get out there if someone hears it. But there's a style that I do at work that I absolutely know would not fly if someone higher ranking found out about it. Not that I'd get in trouble. It would be like, that's not the proper way to do it. And what's going to happen is that we're going to get jammed up one time because of it. I'll take all the heat because I already told them it's fine. I'll take the heat for it if we get in trouble for it. And then either... I'm going to get in trouble where it's going to be like documented the whole thing, or it's going to be a long sit down and why I should never do that again. And it's going to be like, I appreciate your I appreciate your thought process on this, but here's how you should do it from now on. And that person's going to tell me the Air Force way to do it. And then from then on, so I don't get in trouble anymore, I'm going to have to do it that way. And that's going to be it. That'll be the end of fun. The end of the good, you know, Revenge of the Sith empire strikes back type of situation because that's what everyone says everyone's like stay long enough you're gonna get burned and i'm like yeah i haven't gotten burned yet so i'm gonna keep continue to do it this way until we get burned and i tell them i'm like as soon as you guys get in trouble for doing this it's over and i'll take the heat but i'm gonna blame you guys i was like and then we have to do we have to be strict again And they're like oh yeah i get it you know we'll try we'll try so I, I stay on top of them about stuff and i make sure i was like but sometimes the heat comes down a little bit and i'm in charge of blocking that heat from them so they can continue to thrive I guess. But yeah, like in the podcast, Tyler was saying it it filters out the people that don't think the way they think. I'm like, it's true. You can talk to anyone that's been in for 15 plus years. They all speak and act the same way. They're the exact same person. They're carbon cutouts of each other. And they don't think they are, but they are. They all quote fucking Simon Sinek. All of them quote that dude. Like he's smart. I've read like all of his books. (laughs) You know, I have. I'm not going to say I haven't, but they all quote it and they'll be like, they'll, they'll try to mask it as their own. They'll be like, well, here's the process I use. And it comes down to boiling things down. And you have to find your why. Once you find your purpose and your why, you're good to go. And it's like, bro, you read that out of a fucking book which is fine, but don't act like this is like a fucking original thought, you know, just own it. Be like, yeah, I read this book on leadership and here's what it says, you know, but they try to mask things and it's like, yo, yeah, i read that too. Or, I saw that YouTube video as well. And you can't say you've seen TikTok because they don't like TikTok. So you can't be like, oh, I saw that on TikTok. They I don't like that, even though they all know we watch it, but it is what it is. But anyway, we're going to get out of here. We're going to go over the polls next episode, because right now Brady's having a meltdown. You can hear him kind of like growling at me. And that means that it's time for me to pay some attention to him. It's too early for a melatonin so i can't give him one of those but um we will be back probably tomorrow for episode 87 and um we'll go from there uh don't forget to follow me on tiktok twitch youtube instagram i'm everywhere if it's on there it's everywhere um gonna be live tonight hopefully playing some nba i gotta check to make sure my homework isn't too crazy before i start doing that live on twitch twitch.tv slash dbk underscore ttv and we will see you when we see you stay woke going to talk about that fraud Elon Musk. Tesla's going down, going down fast.